Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. says, whoever believes on Jesus will not be put to shame. There's no distinction between Jew or Greek. Same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. He says your background doesn't matter because whatever you lack, he is able to supply you with. He is rich toward all who call on him. Call upon the name of the Lord for all of your needs. Today, you learn from Pastor David's message that God cares about the tiniest details of your life. He's not someone who is far off from you. God desires to have an intimate relationship with you and for you to come to Him for everything you need. He has good for you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Romans chapter 10 as he continues his message, Foundations. We need to fear our own capacity for rebellion. We don't need to fear his nature. He cares about you. And so the uncomfortable things that he calls us into, we can trust him with. And he ties it all together. He says, that, that's why if you deny me before men, I will deny you. If, you. if you choose this path that leads to death, if you choose this path to, that leads to destruction, when the way before you is made possible and is good, and he promises to help. He says that if you insist on choosing that, you can have that. You can have the destruction if you, if you want to choose that. But you can be free instead. You can go to him. And the foundation of it is his character. And I mean, so often, what he's saying is the one who, who is the judge is the one who cares for you most deeply. Most of the time, I don't believe it. I think most of the time, right, we struggle to, we don't really embrace that truth. Verse 4. Jesus is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes on him, who believes in him. Moses writes about the righteousness that's of the law, that the person who does those things, whose right standing with God is dependent on their moral keeping of the law, will live by that. You're you're accountable to the law then. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Don't say in your heart, who will ascend to heaven? Which would be to bring Jesus down from where he's seated. Don't say, who's going to descend to the abyss? Which is to bring Christ up from the dead. 
What does it say? The word is near you. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Because the scripture says, whoever believes on Jesus will not be put to shame. There's no distinction between Jew or Greek. The same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. He says your background doesn't matter because whatever you lack, he is able to supply you with. He is rich toward all who call on him. Whoever calls on the name, the character of the maker will be saved. So what does it mean for you to be righteous then? I think, again, for many of us, it's about church or giving or not sleeping around or not getting drunk. Or, or, and those things are connected to this. They are expressions of that. They matter. Our conduct really does matter. But they are not the substance of the righteousness of God. Right? That was not what the Pharisees got wrong. They were very moral on paper. But he, he says when we try to ascend to heaven through our perfectionism, it's like Jesus already did it. When you try to descend to the abyss to pay penance for your sin, that you try to pay for it, like Jesus already did it. You're trying to replace him. Now, it's a delicate thing because he calls us to walk in obedience. I'm not at all saying that our obedience, our conduct doesn't matter. But what he's saying is the issue is deeper. He says, if, if your righteousness comes from your keeping of the system, he says, you live by that. But the righteousness of faith is different. It's calling on Jesus. It's actually depending on him. And... This is not just about Pharisees or Puritans or some other religious structure that we appeal to. I think we do this more often than we realize that we set up righteousness systems. We're like, I'm righteous because I voted for, because I stand against abortion or corporate greed or bigotry or sexual immorality. And we fall into the same trap the Pharisees fell into of my righteousness is defined by your sin because I don't do what you do, I am righteous. And that becomes our, our claim to righteousness. And the moralism fails not because the issues are illegitimate, but because we are corrupt. I can't keep my own law. Again, that's why Jesus came. I know this is kind of basic, right? These are, in a sense, foundational things, but we drift away so fast into a detached moralism where we worship our own righteousness instead of worshiping Jesus. And what, is, what I am praising is really me, not him. It's not that the issues aren't important. It's not that the sexual immorality, the social justice, it's not that these things don't matter but that our engagement with them needs to be submitted to God's righteousness rather than being our claim to it. In Matthew 22, a lawyer asked Jesus a question testing him saying, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. 
This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. 1 John 4.19 tells us we love him because he first loved us. And Romans 5.8 tells us God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Jesus died for us as a sacrifice for our unrighteousness. Jesus says the foundation of our righteousness the highest command is to love him. He places that higher than sexual morality, higher than social justice. And I think we've grown so used to it that we don't take it seriously a lot of times. Point number two is that righteousness is loving God. And I think we would all say that we love God, right? I mean, we didn't come to church because we hate God, most likely. At least we wouldn't say it. But a lot of times, again, we're not being honest with ourselves. When we were on South Beach a few weeks ago doing the outreach, we had one guy come up to us and tell us that he hated God and the, the reasons why. Like, he's, it, it was so refreshing to have someone be honest. I had so many more tell me how much they loved God while they did nothing in accordance with his will. You know, they weren't there to honor God. That was not why they came to Miami Beach for spring break but they love God in their words. And sometimes we have this in our hearts, in our, in our mouths that we love God. But we've got, underneath, we've got stuff eroding at it that we wouldn't say. How do you actually feel toward him today? Where are you angry with God? Where do you feel that he has not come through for you? There may be nothing. It may not be that you've got particular bitterness in your heart, and I'm not trying to plant it, but I think a lot of times that we have unresolved inner dialogue that we don't address to him, but we have it running around in the background. I mean, I do. I am guilty of this. Again, these are areas where I'm, he's been working with me. And we have to get honest with him about it because it's there whether or not we acknowledge it. Whether or not you bring it up in prayer, it's there. The only difference is whether you get the sickness out. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for how the Bible applies to your everyday life. If you love today's teaching and would like to listen to more like this one from the Book of Romans, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. While you're there, you can also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. Would you be interested in joining us this weekend for worship and Bible study? If so, come visit us at Calvary Miami Beach, or you can join us online through our live stream. 
Find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under the About tab at MainThingRadio.com. Our time with you today is about up, but we're so grateful that you're part of our listening audience. Please join us again as we take another look at the Book of Romans right here on Main Thing Radio.